All right, guys, Corey Davis here, here with another incredibly exciting episode of the Warm Up Podcast. I'm going to talk about the most exciting thing in training, and that is taking a week to not really train hard. It's a deload week. So a question I get all the time when I'm like posting about workouts or like I'm talking about my workouts to people in the gym is I'll talk about like, yeah, I got a deload week coming up, so this week I'm going to go really hard. Or I'll say, yeah, I got a deload week this week, so it's all pretty easy. Or, yeah, I can miss this workout. No big deal. It's a deload week. And so the question is, you know, what is that? So a deload week is a term for a planned period of lighter training. So it's typically a week long. Otherwise, they wouldn't call it a deload week. It'd be a deload month or something, and that would be too long. But essentially, you take a week and you don't lift as heavy. And the idea is that to do a deload week, then at some point you should have done too much. So you can either do like an emergency deload week where it's not a planned thing. It's just like, oh man, that last week of workouts was terrible. You are doing too much. You need to recover and you take a week where you lift lighter. Or it is a planned thing where you do a designed period of overreaching, you know, doing more than you can really handle to then bounce back from that better than before. So personally, the way I usually run it with myself and a lot of clients I work with will be three, four, five weeks of increasing intensity where those last three weeks of workouts are very, very challenging and they're asking a lot from your body. And then you take a deload week and then you lift much, much lighter. And then you come in the week after that and begin to actually train again and actually get better. So it is a week to bounce back and let everything recover. And there's a few different ways to do it. I actually made a YouTube video about this a few years ago, and it's by far our most boring YouTube video because this isn't something that's super interesting to people, but it comes up periodically, and I think there's an important thing to learn about it. You can actually max out in a deload week, and that sounds a little bit counterintuitive, but that's one way to do it because one single at whatever your max or new max is isn't as taxing as an entire workout. So if I wanted to next week as a deload, just go in there and try to squat 500 pounds one time and then call it a day, that would actually be okay. That's not what I like to do in a deload week, but you certainly could. It can also be a week where you don't do any of your normal training. You could just come in and do a lot of body weight stuff, but you have to be careful with something like that, that you don't like accidentally overtax yourself because you're doing something new and you don't really know what you're capable of in the same way. My favorite way to do it is to essentially use my deload week as a preview of what I'm about to do. So I come in, I do a full workout, but I do everything at like a five or six out of 10 intensity. So very low intensity, like barely consider it like a real workout for me and then use that to introduce new movements. That way a week later, when I'm actually doing these new movements, I have an idea of how much weight to do. And that saves me time and effort in the following week because I can just jump right to like a proper weight because I'll, you know, do this new bicep exercise with 15 pound dumbbells. And I make a little note like that was pretty easy. I think 25s would be a good starting weight for me. That solves a problem when you change exercises too much, which is essentially you never know 
what to do or like how hard to push yourself. It's why I hate when I hear from clients that are coming in that like, oh yeah, with my old trainer, I never did the same workout. It's like, well, you know, did you get better? Like you don't, were you trying to improve in these things and you just never knew if you worked, so you never repeated it. So that, that's how I like to use a deload week. So then the, I think the obvious question, you know, why do you do that? And it's just, it's so you can recover. A deload week is to a month-long training block what the weekend is to a week-long training block. It is a period of time where you recover. And as you all know, while you recover is where you actually get stronger. I'm going to go in tomorrow, today, if you're listening to this when it comes out, and bench press. And immediately afterwards, I will be weaker. I will have torn down muscle. The muscle will have not rebuilt itself yet. And I will actually be worse than I was before. Then that night I'll rest, I will recover, I will sleep, I will eat, and then I will repair all that muscle fiber and be better than I was before. On a very base level, that's what's occurring. So the deload week essentially functions as that for the overall block. Do you need to do a deload week is the big question. And so the answer to that really depends on you and what your training looks like. I think for a lot of people, that deload week is built in, in a way, by an inconsistent schedule. So I had a guy in our classes talk to me about a month ago and he was talking about that his workouts weren't going great. He didn't know what was going on. And I was like, well, when's the last time you like had a deload week and he does our classes and we don't program in a deload week because it really wouldn't work in a class setting to have like everybody go easy um, because everybody's schedules are so different. But he's a guy who's super consistent and he's like, yeah, I haven't missed a week of workouts in the last you know 12 weeks. And I was like, cool, you should come into the gym next week and just go half effort on everything. You should really take it easy, really give yourself a chance to recover and bounce back. And he was like, okay, cool, got it. And then, of course, he came in the next week and did not do that at all. He still worked really hard. And was like, yeah, I still feel tired. I was like, well, you know, this, this seems pretty obvious to me um, why this would happen. So... The issue with our classes or with a lot of people is they are going to naturally miss time to vacation or an inconsistent schedule. So there's really no need for a long break because they're getting in breaks already. If you don't work out at a super intense level, you know, if it's more of like a therapeutic level of working out where you don't do what I do, where you end your bench press workout like sprawled on the ground, out of breath, panting, sweating then you are probably okay to not do a deload. It would probably be fine to avoid that. And especially if you like once every six weeks, you miss, you know, five days of working out because of vacation or obligations to children or work or family or anything else, then you probably don't need a deload week. I know when we modified our class schedule recently, that's one thing we talked about with Braden and found a way to work in, which is, hey, if you are not missing any time, if you're really consistent every six weeks, here's a point where you could do a deload. But it's really something you need to talk to with a coach and say, you know, here's my schedule, here's what's going on. Is there a period of time where I need to take a week that's a little bit lighter? With all of our athletes that we have on a consistent schedule, we do that. With all of our personal training clients that we have on a consistent schedule, we do that if they are working out at a level where that's necessary. So then the final question would be like, well, what are the signs that I would need to take a little break? What are the signs that I would need to do that deload week? And the answer to that is just kind of what I alluded to earlier. If you are feeling, you know, generally beat up, 
if you are lacking in a little bit in motivation, if you feel kind of listless and overwhelmed and like you're not making progress in your workouts at the rate you typically do, that's a great time for a deload. And I would say if you are listening to this and you are a late teen, early 20s, and you've been going to the gym for a little bit on your own, and you keep like hopping to new programs, but you try really hard every week, and you want to make progress, and so you don't want to take this deload week like I'm recommending, you're wrong. You should take a deload week. You should take a week where everything is lighter. I promise it will help you make more progress in the long run. Your muscles need a chance to actually take a break, recover, and get stronger, not just get beat up all of the time. Your brain needs a break from getting hyped up for workouts all the time. It will be more effective for you. Yeah, so that's a deload week, guys. A little break from lifting super heavy so that you can lift heavier in the future. That's why I do them. That's why my clients do them. And that's why you might need to do them if you're in classes and you never miss time and you're feeling a little bit tired and beat up because you're pushing yourself so hard. I hope this helps. If you have a question for me, hit me up on email at Corey at warmuppod.com or you can just use my regular gym email address cory at cordlandtraining.com you can find me on instagram at mr cordland on instagram you can find me in the gym i have that office that's in the middle of the gym and i'm sometimes out on the floor next to the heavy weights you guys have a great day good luck enjoy your workouts